name is Alejandra Estefania and I'm an artist. I was born in Ecuador and I reside here in Miami, Florida. And I am currently the creative director and executive producer for American Passport. My name is Christy Cancio. Um, I am the executive producer for American Passport. My name is Camila Rosa. I am the social media manager and content creator for American Passport. Hey. Welcome, ladies. Welcome to Miami Lit Podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so excited that you're here sharing about American Passport. Um, it's and I said this to Christy before when we spoke, but I believe in so much in what you're doing. I think it's so necessary, especially given the fact that there's so many new generations here in Miami that don't really, or, or maybe they've lost that connection to the past, to everything that took place for them to be here. So the fact that you're shedding a light on this, I think it's just so valuable. So I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you so much. We're so grateful to be here and we can't wait to talk about American Passport with you and yeah. really get into it. But thank you so much. You're so, so welcome. So um, Alejandra, when did you start painting? Oh yeah, I started painting um, when I was around 19. So I was never really an artist growing up. I think I had like artistic desires and I was, you know, I danced and I rode and I loved acting and things like that. So I had like a creative nature to myself, but painting didn't actually start for me until I was 19. And so once I found that, it was like, I'm going to be an That's artist. That's interesting though, because I feel like at that age, once you get to that age, you kind of feel like you missed the boat, right? Mm -hmm. At least I think I don't want to generalize, but for most people, right, taking on something like that, they might feel like it's too late. Right. But the fact that you didn't, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm like, mm -mm. <laughs> like at any moment your life can change kind yes. of thing. You know what I mean? Yes. So like, I don't, I don't know. I've always marched to the beat of my own drum. And so, and then when I discovered painting that, you know, more so when painting discovered me, like when my own I personal creative calling came. Um, yeah, I didn't, I don't, I don't think about those things. I don't care about those things. Like for me, it's like whoever feels right for me is where I'm going. So I just block all that out. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's true because can you imagine how many people out there are so talented and they just put these, all these rules for themselves? Like I'm too old or I'm too busy mm -hmm. or um, I would never be able to really do it correctly. Right. But you just went for it. And it's, yeah. And thank God for that because now we have your art. Oh, thank you yeah. so much. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. I mean, for me, I mean, you know, they've, Chrissy knows my story really in depth. And so for me, it was um, definitely a spiritual calling. So it was, um, it was something I couldn't deny. And it's something I would, I just, it was a leap of faith for me personally. And so I just never looked back. Right. How did you find your style? Um, through trying. Like I just experimenting, trying, and then like your style develops because I don't even consider myself necessarily having a style. I think I just have my way in which I express myself. And so I'm always diving into like my creative tools to see, you know, what do I have access to? What do I have a natural inclination for doing? And so I just use that. And the style just, if you notice, if you go back in, in my work enough, you'll see how the style has transformed over and over and over again. And that's because I have transformed over and over and over again. So I detach myself from style. Instead, I just 
I think of how can I expand my tools? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I'm not an artist, but I imagine it must be so difficult to find that that style that defines you, right? That right. The, the viewer can say, oh, that's an Alejandra piece, right? You know, whoever, Picasso. Right. Um, I think it's more so like, for me, I don't want to attach myself to a style. I'm just very grounded in my mission and my message. So the style can wave and come, but like when you look back at my work, there's only going to be one constant and that's going to be the mission and the message that I was saying from beginning. Right. So maybe that is your style. That is mine. That is in your purpose. Just believe in your purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. We're going to make that, maybe we'll make that like the hashtag for the episode. Right, <laughs> yes. right, right. I love, I love it. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so talking about your purpose, does, would you say art plays a healing role in all of your lives? Because you're all, this is an art form, what you're doing, your project. I think art plays a role in everybody's life. Like, um, if you're not making art, you're watching it or experiencing it in some way, it's all around you. So it's inevitable that you're like inspired by it or... Right. Or it's yeah. moving through. Or it's moving through you in some way. You know? Right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I wear it in my, on my sleeves. Uh, art is definitely, uh, is definitely a healing property. I would say. Yeah. And it shifts. It's it's it's, it's a shifting mechanism for me as well. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I, you know, it's funny because when I started making art. I was pretty astounded by what I was starting to discover in my own spiritual practice and like the things that would come up for me creatively and the way I was able to express myself with this, with, you know, my creativity. And then it was like, oh my God, but like I'm releasing this and now I'm finding this and now I'm like hearing this and it's coming. And it was like, I was blown away by how it wasn't talked about more like Hey guys, like if there's things underlining that you haven't faced yet, art is an incredible tool to let that voice out or Mm -hmm. to express those things, you know, like they do it in therapy with trauma all the time, you know, Mm -hmm. they'll have people draw things out, they'll put on music that might, you know, whatever, like they, they, they allow art to be a therapeutic system, but in mainstream and social like context, it's not really discussed. And it's so like, man, like how is it not at the forefront? So that was one of the things I discovered very early on. And that's why my mission as an artist is actually to use the art as a healing component to um, societal changes and how we can mm-hmm. elevate our own personal mindsets as well as connect and come together for the greater good of things. Um, so that's just something that I feel like needs to be talked about right. way more. It's such mm-hmm. a shame, though, because you're 100% right. When you look at schools and curriculum, art is like all the way at the right. bottom when it should be maybe one of the first things that kids get exposed to and you know it's been there's so much research that shows right. the benefits right but yeah it is a shame but i also feel like we're contributing to the solution and yes we're talking about it now and it's like and you know the only way to grow is to evaluate what's not working Mm-hmm. And so I think we've kind of seen that we need more expressive tools for, for kids, for ourselves. And so that's what we're doing. We're, we're being exposing. a part of the solution. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're exposing it. Definitely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it creates curiosity too. Yeah. Art creates curiosity. Mm-hmm. Um, it keeps you curious and mm-hmm. creative. Um, it expands so your mind. Yeah. Expansion. Yeah. You said it. Yeah. Yep. 
I mean, in every culture, if you, you know, if you look back, artists consider any kind of art, not just painting, but any kind of art is considered like heavenly, like coming mm-hmm. from a higher power. And I think that's for a reason. Yeah. 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 Art brought us together. That's yes. how powerful yes. it is. Art literally yeah. brought a team together. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I, I know you could probably, because, you know, Kami's an artist. She's a photographer. I know she, she refers to herself as our social media manager and content creator. She's an artist, you know, and so she's a photographer. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I can't imagine life without music. Mm-hmm. I can't, um, like, like, come oh on. Gosh. You know what I mean? Like, I can't imagine life without paintings and film and dance and what like how could we even be here like i look around like one of my favorite pieces of art is the sky yeah i look at the sky every day and chrissy and i joke about it because we're so corny every day we step out we're like oh my god but it's so beautiful outside and we joke about it because we must sound so annoying to everybody around us because every day we say it like it's the first time you know, and it's but like, it so is a new sky every time. It is a, it new, is a sky. new sky every single time and several times during the same day. Yeah. And especially here in Florida where it could be raining and it could be <sighs> snowing and it could be like and super what, beautiful outside and like, and it's still beautiful and it's still beautiful <laughs> no matter what. Like, right. <sighs> right. What a vision. I know. I think it, it ties into, to like, you know, and I've just in my own spiritual journey I've discovered like more and more like how much God is expressing itself through me and so when I see the world around me I'm just like this is God's expression and God itself is an artist and so we are an an example of that so I don't literally life imitates art and art imitates life you cannot have one Mm -hmm. without the other and Mm -hmm. I think that speaks to um its importance absolutely yeah so tell me more about American Passport how did this project come about Christy? No, we're kidding. <laughs> 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 for sure. I know, I know. I'm, I'm getting more and more comfortable with, with telling the story of how American Passport came to me. Um, American Passport came to me after a conversation with my father. And so him and I had a heart to heart and he had walked me through his immigrant journey. And, you know, I was born in Ecuador. My, my entire family is from Ecuador. So when we had come to the United States, we only knew like one or two people. And my father wasn't part of that journey with us. He came a little later and was here in Miami. My mother, my brother and I were actually in North Carolina. So we didn't spend a lot of time together. And I had this like complex with him because I I really truly believed that my father didn't try or didn't genuinely want to be in our lives. And so when he shared his story with me, I realized that, you know, my beliefs and assumptions around him were totally wrong and that it had really come down to the legalities and the situation he was in of being an immigrant and how difficult that process was for him and how it actually played a part in keeping us apart. And so, and, you know, as an immigrant, you know, the process is a very complex one. Right. Um, and so, you know, even my mother and my brother and I, we have our own story of how we came to become citizens. But once I understood his, it was like, man, I could just, it, it was transformative, you know? And so, and it played a huge role in the woman that I stepped into. And so once that happened and like, you know, that honey was laid down and I felt much sweeter inside, like American Passport came to me and whispering, like a lot of my colleagues do and visions do. And once it did, it was just, I knew it was like, 
this is what I have to dedicate my life to right now. Right. Um, and so little by little, you know, the team started forming and the calls started being made and the vision started coming more and more to life. And it was just like, yeah, there's no going back. Like it, American Passport needs to exist in the world. Um, we are the creators of it. And, um, you know, and I'm, and I'm honored to be division holder. And so we're just here seeing it all out. I love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah, because no crying for at least another time. Set the timer. Yeah. We're the tissues. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We're not prepared. <laughs> um, yeah, I I really resonate with that story. And I'm sure so many other people do, right. just because so many families are torn apart, you right. know, right. because of immigration, which is a good thing because right. you're in search of something better. But in that process, there's so much pain. Right. Yeah. Right. So we were apart from my father for almost four years and it was the worst time ever, right. like of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was transformative. Right. So yeah it's yeah it stays it's with a you lot. it stays with yeah. you until you let it go right mm-hmm. and that's why i believe so much in the power of storytelling because when you share your story when you share the collective story you're able to let it go mm-hmm. and you're no longer held down by the weight of your story right. and so that's why i'm always like pushing us like yeah what's the story how do we how do we tap more into the story of this because if we're brave enough to create mm-hmm. something that's a vulnerable story of our people then our people will have the courage to share their own personal stories. Right. And you'll start to see those conversations happening within the families and the intimate moments. And that's what art should be utilized for is like the healing and allowing people the chance to um, experience something that they might not have the skill set naturally to express, but we're going to express it for them, which will hopefully start the conversations. Yeah, it's definitely a spark. Yes. Definitely. Just plant yeah. some seeds. Yeah. We're just plant yeah. some seeds out here. Yeah. I like sports. <laughs> yeah. Chris, what about you? And yours too? American Passport. Oh. Like how did how did you come into this project? Mm. What does it mean to you? Well, I remember when Alejandra um she took a few weeks off and went into the mountains. She went to back to where it all started for her. Mm-hmm. And um when she was inspired, she started making calls. Um, and one of those calls was with me and I remember she was sharing it and I got super excited. Like, it's one of those things that you just, when you know, you know. Yeah. Um, and I felt it my, my entire being. And I had and I go way back. Um, I started as an art collector. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It's a very trippy story actually, <laughs> but I started as an art collector and from there we just became very, very, very close. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was no doubt in my mind that I knew that we were going to be a part of this journey together. Right. And we've always known in some shape or form that they, we were going to come together somehow, working together. We've always said it. We didn't know what it was. Um, I truly believe God knew what it was. Right. And um, it was American Passport. Yeah. So here we are. Yeah. We've been this journey for what, a year and a half? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's quite an undertaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but you know anything worth having is quite another right. thing so well the thing is it's yeah. not man we want quality yeah you know like it's yeah. got to be done right you know our people deserve an incredible work of art and it's like i could give you the sketch 
or I could give you the masterpiece. Yes. You know, and I'm, we going for the masterpiece, you know? And so um, we're going to take our time. We're going to do it right. We're going to work with the right people. We're going to create the right team. We're going to connect the right dots and we're going to make something unforgettable Mm -hmm. that's going to be life-changing. And so, yeah, I'm I'm not afraid of a little hard work to make that happen. So, um, yeah. It's a masterpiece Mm -hmm. for sure. (laughs) Camila. Camila, what about you? Well, once I came along, they had already had pretty much like a, like a teaser and, and it was supposed to be more of like a, I feel like from the moment that I came on, the vision has changed a lot and it's become more like clear what we wanted to do. And, and at the beginning when it wasn't so clear, like I was sold regardless. Like I was like, I understand the message that you guys are trying to put out and like, that's what I'm, that's what I'm geared towards. Like that's what I, that's what attracts me. Like that's what moves me into wanting to work with you guys. You know what I mean? And if anybody has met any of these ladies, you know that like the people behind this project is enough reason to go and check it out. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, you guys mean a lot to me and like this project means a lot to me. It's very close to home and it'd be the same way I feel like it's close to everyone's home here. So right. it's important that we do it right. Yeah. And it's important that we like, you know, follow through with you know, making the best project that we can do, you know, because it's going to be an incredible experience. It's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. masterpiece. Yeah, and she, um, so, so, um, one of the ladies that's missing here today is Gracia, and Gracia is a producer, um, and she actually connected us with Gami, you know, and, and I had been in search for, um, I wanted, like, I needed someone that knew a camera really well, mm-hmm. and camera is not my specific tool. So I had been searching, 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 and so she was like, "You have to meet Gami. You have to meet Gami. Like, you're gonna love Gami." And just so you guys know, Gracia too is so dope. And oh my like, God, Grecia. I'm bummed that she's not here right oh, now. In this shout moment, out but to she's, Grecia. She's, shout she's out to Grecia. Grecia. She's here. She's, she's, she's here. Right right now. Here. I see her laughing right here, right now. Grecia, girl, you look good. Um, but she was like, "You gotta meet Gami. Gami's. I think you're gonna really love Gami." And when I met Gami, I was really blown away by her spirit because she holds something that I look for in this team you know as we're creating the culture of our team and the way that we're producing this um she has this unparalleled desire to do something great Mm -hmm. and she's willing to go through the discomfort of things and push through and try new things and new avenues to make something beautiful and to be something beautiful. And so, you know, when I met her, I saw that and I saw like, you know, I'm, I'm a big advocate for underdogs and I love, I, as immigrants, we are underdogs. So it's, it's natural. In our blood. It's in our blood. Entonces, for me, I love when I recognize an underdog with that, um, with that divine spirit of greatness. And so I saw that in Gami and Chrissy has it, Gracia has it, I have it. And so, that is the culture of our team is like pulling together the right spirits that have, you know, the purity of heart, the insanity to go for it. Um, and the work ethic to execute it properly. Yes. Yeah. You definitely need the right combination. <laughs> and it feels like you ladies got it down. I 
love your your energy together. You're such a good team. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Thanks. I'm sure you hear that a lot, but it's, <laughs> it's nice to witness. We celebrate each other. The dream. We celebrate each other. We're our biggest hype people. We're, I'm, we're our, I'm her hype man. I'm her hype so man. She's her hype. We just right. there's no lack of hype here. No, there's no lack of hype. Here. So <laughs> there's I mean, no lack of hype. Right. So, I love yeah. it. No, yeah. I, I honestly mean that. Like I love your energies together. You guys work really well. Thank you. Yeah. We do. Yeah. We do. I think everybody has like their strength in this group and it's like works perfectly together. Like you guys are incredible at what you do. Um I know you guys incredible. think I'm incredible at what we, I do because I'm not gonna be here. Right, right, right. And I feel like we all put in like the effort, you know, like that it takes to create something incredible. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like move people also, you know, because I like, I feel right. like the visuals are gonna be cool, but like something that makes somebody feel something and like mm. You know, could change their mindset potentially. You know, right? So, it's huge. Yeah, and I love that you're all women. Not yeah. that there's anything wrong with, oh, right? But, but right. you know how that stereotype, like, oh, women can't really work together because you know it just becomes an issue. I don't, you're totally proving that that's not true. It's not true. It's yeah. not true. It's it's definitely not true. Um, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, and I also know the difference when it comes to working with women that are. Um, that put God in the forefront of things as well. And our foundation comes from love. Our foundation comes from um, our spirituality, um, sisterhood, and we're grounded in that. So, you know, yes, you know, we we might, you know, have different, sometimes small different opinions, whatever the case may be, but we're always like, things just flow so right. naturally. Um, and it always just comes back to that foundation. So, yes, you could work with a bunch of women yeah. that are spiritually aligned that way. I think it's because we all care for each other so much that like the project, I don't want to say comes in second, but it does to our relationship. You know, like we, we work hard to communicate well and, you know, like be there for each other when things get hard. Cause that it makes sense. Hard, you know? right. right. Because if you nurture your relationship with each other, then the project gets nurtured. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That that's makes the, so much sense. That's the center point. You know, like we, for example, we had a creative session and just so you know, it's the, so, you know, the leading, the leading team are females, you know, it's us women, but we have men who are helping yeah, us create yeah. this, mm-hmm. you know, we just, but it's, you know, we had a creative session the other day and we started it with a meditation. Like, hey, let's get on the same wavelength. Let's connect on a different plane and then let's make this, you know, let's tap in to tap out. And so, yeah, like it is, first of all, there's respect. Absolutely. I respect my sisters here. So I'm not going to cross them and I'm not going to disrespect them. And we're going to talk to each other with love and we're going to work through communication. Communication is so key. And one of my things, one of the things my brother said to me once was um, the team is always a reflection of the leader. So if you're not leading it correctly, you're Mm going to see, you know, the problems ignite within the team. But if you put the right people together and there's people at the forefront who are leading this to love, it's going to reflect in the team. And so that's the culture of American Passport. It's built on love and respect. And so... That's why you see, and it shows. Thank you. You know, and what right. you've created so far, and the posts that you've made, it shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Thank you. So, how would you describe this project to anyone that's listening? And it's like, what are they talking about? Right, like, what is it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, American Passport is an immersive museum and film experience 
celebrating the Hispanic immigrant culture, courage, and faith. So it's an amazing. I cannot wait. <laughs> Oh my God. We cannot we wait. We cannot wait. I'm sure. We're excited because it's going to be like nothing you've ever, ever, ever seen. From a technology standpoint, from just everything. From it's an art standpoint. I've been to different art galleries. We've been to different art galleries. And it's nothing you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So um, we're well. Just like what you said, yep. it's. I don't think it's anything no. that has been explored no. to that extent. No, no, no. There doesn't it doesn't exist yet? Which is why it's so. It was so hard in the beginning mm-hmm. to explain it to people because it hadn't existed yet. And it's funny because when the idea came to me in 2020, um, technology, NFTs, like digital experience, like. VR, AR, it was like kind of like starting Mm -hmm. to come out, but it wasn't in the normal conversations, right? Right. And so what's what's funny is that this, and this is why I love divine timing of things, because in this past year, it's become more and more common. And we've started to see like the Van Gogh experience, you know, the Beyond Monet now, the the Dali one. Like, so people are starting to understand immersive experience. Mm -hmm. They're starting to get that. But I love it because even with that, I still haven't mm-hmm. experienced what's here and what's here and what we're making, which just makes me so excited because I love, you know, generating something that's innovative. Yeah. And so, and Chrissy's so great at like discovering tools and resources and technology. She has a true passion for it. So, and I'm, you know, art is like, ah, I die for my art, you know? Like, <laughs> and so we've come together in this incredible way to make something that doesn't exist yet. And that hasn't been created for people. Right. Because, you know, even with the immersive museum experiences so far, it's like, okay, you're looking at old art, old or older artists, but like, there hasn't been anything for the people yet. Right. We're and, making it. Right. And, and and the art is the people, the art which is, is even people. more like different because mm-hmm. we haven't seen that. Right. So the art is going to be the people. Right. That's so cool. Yeah. I can't wait. I cannot wait. <laughs> Um, so I, I know you're like in the process, but do you have an expected date or we like do. time frame? We do. We have our timeline um, and we have our, our goal, but art happens on its own time. Yeah. So we have a goal and we have a projected timeline. Um, it's kind of working in it, yeah. which is pretty incredible to me, um, but we're not completely glued to it right mm-hmm. so there's flexibility there so we're definitely looking for next year it's going to okay. launch in 2023 um which is why we're doing this now because we want people to be a part of this creation of course we want people to mm-hmm. literally witness this thing come to life um so that when they actually go to it they can be like oh my god i remember when they just started mm-hmm. talking about it you know and and now we're walking through it and holy shit and now it's like man anything is possible you know, like exactly, and and if you just get people the finished product, they don't appreciate yeah. what happened to make that happen. They right. think things just happen overnight, and we want to show, like, man, it takes time, and you oh, plant yeah. seeds, and you water, and whatever, but eventually, you can have this incredible thing, you know, that you're actually bringing to life. Um, so, 2023, the goal is January, um, but I'm I'm cool with anywhere between like January and June, mm-hmm. like kind of you know allowing that flexibility there. So we'll see what happens, but yeah, it'll definitely be 2023. Okay. Yes. We you got should. some time. No, yeah. definitely. What I would recommend is that um, you subscribe yes. um, on our website because yeah. uh, you'll be notified exactly 
when we drop the dates. Yes. Right. So for all the listeners, definitely go on our website and subscribe. Yeah. It'll be linked in sure. our perfect. Yeah. so they perfect. can go yep. straight to it. Perfect. Click the link in oh. the bio. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. I don't know where we're <laughs> Yeah. Reminder for our editor. Put the link in the bio. <laughs> um, so why do you think the immigrant story is so uh, needed to be explored? So powerful. Um, it's a timeless story. It's a timeless tale. You know, it's the search for freedom. Yeah. So that's why it's important because we all want that. And so we are just these like physical manifestations of these stories. Um, now, more specifically, why do I think the Hispanic immigrant story needs to be told is because it hasn't been yet. Not on this level and not with this light and not with this message. Um, you know, so far, I think a lot of people, especially here in the U.S., they have this um, this idea of what Hispanic immigrants look like, are like, just like so far from what's yeah. actually beneath the surface. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, one of the ideas that we were um, exploring, I was doing this with Grecia kind of early on, was like, man, you know, when my mom came from Ecuador to the U.S., she had her master's in Ecuador. And when she came here, she had to start all over again. And like, and so there was like this misconception that people had of her that she was like uneducated and she Mm -hmm. had this really thick Spanish accent. And so, you know, there was like this misleading idea that like she was just this Hispanic immigrant who was uneducated. And then my mom is actually really brilliant. She speaks six languages. And when she got here, she got her master's all over again. Can you imagine having Ex- to do that? That's well. That's actually one of the themes of the story. As we dive into it, is like back home I was a somebody, and here I feel like a nobody, and having to start from scratch and rediscover who you are and reconstruct who you in are in a whole new country with a, in whole, a whole new, new culture. culture. Right, right. Where, so yeah, it's it's so much. It's like, and we had it in the beginning. It was like, can you imagine? Like these people came here and like we came here and accomplished this impossible thing, but we did it and so that's why it's important because we have to honor this story it's an incredible story a collective story of what we've done so yeah we have to it's not a matter of like why is it so important it's just like because it just is Mm -hmm. it just is shout out to all the latinos who are doing that you know I mean, yeah. if you ever want to witness the power of the human spirit, just look up one of these stories. Yeah. Right. Like, that's it. Right. You know? That's what we're doing. Right. 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 That's so important. That's yeah. what we're doing. It's yeah. a collective it's testimony right. of what can happen yeah. through a leap of faith. Mm-hmm. As when when I was in the classroom, when, when I was a teacher, I think that was one of the, the hardest things for me to deal with was to see all these kids that have been born here and were throwing all these opportunities away just because, you know, they were they were taken for granted. What grade? What grade High school. I taught high school. Yeah, this is true. This, there is a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of that in high school. Right. So it's when when you have that immigrant experience in your background and you remember the grit right. and the the pain. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like how how could this happen? How could you be sitting here with AC, Nikes, and an iPhone <laughs> in your pocket and not know how to read? Right, right. You know? Right. So I, yeah, I totally agree with you. This is a story that's just, it needs to be told. Right. Yeah. Well, I love like, um, one of the things I love about myself, my people is, um, it's like, um, there's a quality of alchemy to it. Mm -hmm. You know, this ability to kind of take dust and turn it into gold. 
you know, so it's like you, we start with nothing, but we're able to cultivate and create these incredible outcomes. And that to me is magic. Yeah. So it's like, I, I think, you know, taking things for granted is because you're just not tapped into what you're capable of. And I feel like through our struggles and our stories, it's like, we know what we're capable of, which I think gives us a great uh, appreciation for, okay, well, let me then do something about that. Right. Yeah. And I think what you're creating will also remind those new generations that this power, this grit, it's in them, right. Right. you know, tap into that. Right. Your your parents did it. Your grandparents did it. You right. can do it too. Right. All right. I think the reason why I work so hard is because my mom was always like, "I brought you to this country so that you could be something, so that you oh, can yes. you can do anything I remember that you speech. want. Like you don't want, you know like <laughs> like you don't have you can be an artist if you want to be an artist. Be whatever you want. Just like be the best that you can be at it because like that's what you're that's what I worked so hard for you to do here. You know what yeah. I mean? And I feel like the generations that didn't get that like. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was a little spoiled. If I wouldn't have heard those stories, I would have been a different person. You know what I mean? So it's important mm-hmm. that the story is heard by the younger generation, too. Yeah. You know? It's so easy to forget, too, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, like, if you guys look there, I have, um, it's in a frame. It's a, I don't even, I don't even remember what it's called The eye anymore. doctor. The eye doctor, um. What they make the letters they yeah, make the your or whatever. Check my eyes again. So the reason why I have that there, and it's like all broken and busted. But one of my parents' dreams when they got here was to be business owners, and they built this optical that is still servicing the whole community and is still oh, wow. thriving. Uh, you know, and I that was fun. our first like little tiny thing because we couldn't afford a big one that the patients would come and read off of, and I have it here and i and it's on my my sight line just to remember like anything can happen you just have to work for it right yeah right and where it all started and where it all started i love that so much i love that yeah i have the box there too with the lenses (laughs) my dad was gonna he's like we don't need this anymore i'm like no i'm I'm it's coming with me it's a fan it's like a family heirloom yeah Kind of, even though it's not worth anything, but it's worth, yeah. a, it just reminds yeah. me of well, you what you one, were right. saying, you right. know how you could just build out of nothing. Right. If you, if you have the right, you know, mindset, makeup it, between your spirituality and your, your abilities or whatever. It's a mindset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's your a mindset. mindset. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's what we want to inspire to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think it's so important what you're doing, especially, like I said, for the, the newer generations and even for the older generations that did go through that to, to be able to see their story being told and represented yeah. mm-hmm. in such a grand way, you know? Because I think they forget themselves. <laughs> yeah, you know, they, I think they there's forget. a lot that, they, that gets shoved yeah. under, the, under table. the rug right. or under the table. And they don't, just because they need to make it, you know? Right. They don't have time to sit with their feelings. It's like this. That's true. Yeah. It's yeah. like this. We were, Gummy yeah. and I were just talking about this on the way here. I think a lot of times those memories are just too painful for them to recall. Mm-hmm. And like just saying it out loud is just the, like hearing the truth of the story, I think, can be a lot. And so what the one of my favorite elements about this project is that, you know, we're not getting actors and we're not getting models and we're not we're using real, real people. people. Mm-hmm. We're using wow. real people to bring this to life. Mm-hmm. So like 
you know, the conversations, the audio, you know, little moments that you're going to hear people like hearing like um, typical dichos and, and words of advice and things that's going to come from like your neighbors. Like it's going to be things that we all think about and feel and it's going to be very authentic and, and it's going to give the people that we're interviewing and, and, you know, getting inspired from a chance to let those stories out and say the things they probably haven't said out loud to may probably anybody in yeah. a long time. Yeah. Um, and that's what you're going to actually witness is like those moments of, you know, just a deep breath of, of truth, you know? So it's real people. That's one of my favorite things. It's turning real life people into works of art. That's amazing. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, I was not aware of that component and now yeah. it just makes it that much more exciting and that yeah. much more special. Yeah. So yeah. that's one of the things too, is like how Chrissy said, subscribe and stuff we have, you know, pay attention to, because when we open that window to, Hey, the people who want to be a part of this creation that actually want to be people that we film and photograph and, and record, um, you're going to have to reach out to us because we already know that that list is going to be huge. Oh, wow. And we're going to have a lot of people coming forth and volunteering. So if you want to be one of those people, that's actually, you know, the inspiration right. for the story, go to our site. You'll see it there. Yeah. There's like a contact button already, but we're, we'll send it out in our emails too. Of like, Hey, it's time. We're now accepting volunteers. So that is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I thought that was already set. So, okay. There's no. still opportunities for people to yes. oh, engage. Definitely. Yes. There's, yeah. there's a lot of more opportunities. Yeah. So. What a wonderful like community that you're setting up yep. to be able to offer that experience yeah. to people to tell their story. Mm-hmm. It's the AP community. Yeah. That's what we wanted yeah. to do was construct an ecosystem for, for our fellow Latinos, like a place where not only you're going to come and connect and make this work of art together, but now guess what? Now more of us know each other. Now more resources are there. Now more, you know, opportunities exist because Fulana, when I met Fulana, aquí, ella me dijo que sabía alguien. And so it was like, that's exactly how it works. Right. Yeah, it works. Right. So we have to literally, we're here to, we're here to entertain, we're here to connect, and we're here to serve our people. And this is how we're doing it. No better way. Yeah. <laughs> no better way. So I know you were born, you mentioned earlier, you were born in Ecuador mm-hmm. and a little bit of your experience. But Christy, what about you? So I was born in Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom's um, from Puerto Rico. Um, Camoy and my dad's Cuban. So I nice, seen, nice, right? Combo. Nice, nice Cuban weekend. This is the beauty of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, yeah. So, and my abuelita, I mean, my abuela came in and married with oh, my dad wow. and my tia. So yeah. it's, um, as a second generation American, I, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. I, I totally get it. But that's, that's my background. I'm very deep rooted into my culture. I love my culture. Um, I love my culture. As I told you before, you know, uh, seeing my family in Cuba and stuff like that, it's just... Do you think that's what helped you create that link to your roots? Being able to go there oh, physically? Yeah. I heard, growing up, I've heard stories of my family in Cuba, and I've never mm-hmm. met them. Um, I heard them through my abuelita. Um, you know, even when she would, my grandma religiously would pray, and she would always pray for my family in Cuba. So I would hear stories about them all the time. Um, and it wasn't until my early 20s that I had the opportunity to go to Cuba. And I remember my father put me in a taxi. He's like, okay, this has going to take you, you know, by the hospital where your aunts work. Mind you, I've never met them in my life. So I remember when I went there, um, I was able to recognize her from a crowd of people because I looked just like her. Oh, my God. Oh, so cute. And it, it was my early 20s. And I felt so connected to, to just my roots because I looked like 
my people there. Right. You know, I move like them. I you know I, I the music, the you know, it's it's the Afro Cuban beats. It's like it's deep. It's it's always been deep rooted in my blood because of my grandmother. Um, but to actually be on the island, to actually see it, to actually experience it, was a different ballgame. It changed my entire life. And um, I finally, with the American passport, I understood my abuelita even more. I've always understood her, mm-hmm. but there was just a different dynamic, uh, a different way of just looking at it further and deeper. You got a deeper understanding. Oh, for, you know, I've always, I've always thought I had an understanding, um, but it just got deeper. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's my background. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Camila? <laughs> um, well, I was born in Cuba. Where? Uh, <laughs> in Havana, in Quinto Piso, if you in ask Quinto my mom. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> so, um, um, I don't know what that means, but I came when I, I like, came. Like, were you born in your house that was in the no, fifth no, no, no. I don't know what that means. Okay, we need to find out. I was out. born in a hospital for sure. My mom tells me every year the story of the tragic story of my birth. Tragic story? <laughs> it was like, I'm not going to get into that because it's not for this podcast, but okay. it was, I got to tell you guys. Okay. Okay. Tell, yeah. So um, we might have been born in the same hospital. Maybe. Because there was like only one big hospital in Havana. Yeah. So it, yeah. yeah, it was definitely in a big hospital. Um, yeah, the doctor did some terrible things to my mom oh, and no. she was there for a while, but um no. But I'm fine, and, it, and she's fine. Um, and yeah, I was born there. I came here. My mom brought me when I was four, November 97. So, yeah. And I've been here ever since. I haven't gone back. Well, I went back when I was seven one time for, like, a week. But that's it. That was right. it. Right. It's is most of your family here? Have they? All- on my mother's side, yes. Okay. On my father's side, everybody's over there. Like my grandparents, my cousins on my father's side, they're all over there. Um, and you know, those are the people that I haven't been able to get in contact with that I don't see, you know. So right. it sucks because it would have been cool to have like that relationship with them. I also can't really say that I miss them because I left so mm-hmm. so young, I don't really remember. So yeah. You know, it's a weird feeling, you know, it's a, like an uncomfortable, weird situation. Right. But I, yeah, I get, I feel close to my family when I hear stories and stuff. So yeah, it's nice. So it was easy for you to adjust to living here because you were so young. Yeah, I was young. Like I, um, my mom told me that I did like ESOL when I was like in school and stuff mm-hmm. at the beginning, but like, I can barely remember that. Like I picked up English mm-hmm. super quick. I don't speak with an accent or anything. Except yeah. a Miami one. Except a yeah. Miami one, because you know me from the... Well, when you speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm from the suburbs. I was very... You have a Cuban Spanish? Um, you have it? Yeah. 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 How funny. No, she's Unless so, I'm yeah. nervous, and then, like, mm, I don't you know whether... I get all proper, because I spent some time in Spain, too. Like, my mom moved us to Spain when I was in high school, so... No, Gami Spanish is beautiful, and yeah, she has, like, such a passionate accent. Like, I love that. Yeah. 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 And, Alejandra, what about you? How was your adjustment period to, like... So, mom was pretty different. <laughs> I was a little different. Because uh, <laughs> when we came... So, when my mother brought me, uh, and my brother and I, we were in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So, we were, like, the only Hispanics That's in the really town. That's a really big... Because at least, I feel like we came to Miami, where it's this bubble. Yes. Yeah. 
No, North Carolina, North Kakalaki. <laughs> very different in the South. Um, so, yeah, so I was, I grew up in this like really small hillbilly. What was It was a very country town, and there was one church, one restaurant, one road, like yeah. in the mountains, like Casinada. Wow. Like when we came to the US, um, my aunt was here and she had, she was married to an American, so she had, um, she introduced us to the church, she introduced us to these places. And so when we went to that one church, I'll never forget. Pastor Chuck, which was the guy, brought us on stage because it was like a small, like 150 church, like 150 member church. It was like everybody in town, right. you know, and he brought us on stage and he was like, you know, these, this is our family. We're going to take them in. Did you understand what they were saying? No, absolutely not. Um, but I, my mom, because right, right, right. my mom did speak English. So, you know, she, Thank God. yeah, but I remember that moment you know mm -hmm. i remember being there i remember seeing the people i remember that and it was funny enough his wife um miss ann so the pastor's wife is actually who's who taught me english i would um stay like after church and she would take me to the room and she would teach me english and so that's why sometimes it, when i speak english i have these little like country twangs. i got these country twangs that can just sneak out because i was raised in the south uh, and then when I came to Miami at 21 in search of, you know, in pursuit of my artistic dreams and career and I'm going to be an artist, you know, <laughs> that whole journey, uh, <laughs> do anything, you know, like that, <laughs> that moment when I came, it was Miami. I had seen and experienced a few times because my father was here and, you know, I had come on vacation once or twice and my soul always knew I was going to end up in Miami Maybe not permanently, but I knew eventually I would go to Miami. And so when I found art and it was like, okay, that's where I need to go. It was like, la cultura, like it was just like, like I was completely immersed in it. Mm -hmm. And what I, what I discovered too, was like the way the community embraced me as a Latina. And, you know, I honor Miami forever because the people of Miami made my dreams come true. And it was like the community, the family, like the just like bang baraka, you know, yeah. it was just so different. And I felt like Latina, whereas in North Carolina, I really struggled with that because I had to change so much about who I was in order to not just stick out like a sore thumb. And I still stuck right. out like a sore thumb. But, <laughs> you know, when I came here, it was like, I can finally be myself and I can finally let all that out. And I can finally wear a thong to the beach. And because in North Carolina, like, you know, my bikini was always the small. These little things that yeah. like, you don't think about, they're just a part of you, mm -hmm. you know? And it was just like, you know, even just being a little bit more sensual and more expressive and passionate, you know, just was just so different, you right. know, there than it is here. It just was, and it was natural and it was organic. And so I, I love Miami for so many reasons, but the people at, at the top tier of that list, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I, I'm just grateful. And I think, you know, coming here, rediscovering that also ignited the passion for American passport. You know, it was, I couldn't have come up with that in North Carolina. Right. Only in Miami could that have been birthed. So yeah. mm. I'm so happy that you said that because obviously I love Miami. Like I love our city. Right. Um, and that's actually one of the reasons that this, um, you know, like my little Miami project mm -hmm. was born because, you know, like, and, and I, as I mentioned to you before, this been in the works for like five years. Um, but it started, one of the sparks was we were traveling. <coughs> 
And every time I said, (laughs) every time I said, um, we're from Miami, we would get this like, really? Like you guys, you know, like, versus I would say, okay, I'm from Cuba. Oh my God. So I was like, what is the problem with being from Miami? Right. You know, and then I started to realize people have this stereotype of us that we're just like this, you know, flip flop wearing crazy party animals. And they forget that there's so much culture here. Like you said, there's so many brilliant people here creating and living just yeah so it's a beautiful city yeah. for more reasons yeah. than just the weather and the beach it's exactly yeah, there's a lot and miami is incredible i love miami um but to your point jenny um we do live in a bubble as a man we did yeah yeah time. totally for sure because yeah. i i there's I no other place no. like it no. there's no. no other place like it you know <laughs> there's no other place <laughs> where you can you know, hang out with your Nicaraguan uh, neighbor yeah. and then go across the street and grab like some Jamaican uh, right. patty, right. Haitian food. To, like, it's, right. it's, yeah. we are in a bubble, but that's not to say it's a bad thing. You it's know? a beautiful it's, bubble. No, I, think it's I love this amazing. bubble. I love this bubble. Don't try to pop up. <laughs> yeah, no, our bubble is very protected. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think that what you said was it's, it's a testament to our city no matter how young and crazy it is because it's still a young city as far as how old it is not the people in it mm-hmm. it's a tight um, community it's it's a tight community that just does so much right. you know that gets overlooked oh yeah i mean i don't think it's gonna be overlooked anymore no i agree with you not anymore we're changing that yeah mm-hmm. yeah no. as we speak yes hundred <laughs> percent Awesome. So I wanted to diverge a little bit from American Passport because I know you ladies have so many other things going on. <laughs> so are there any other projects that you want to talk about? All things American Passport, baby. All things American Passport. That is Passport. all your focus that is right now. Right now. Our entire focus in yeah. American Passport. And it deserves yeah. It's moving so spot. quickly that I feel like... We don't have time. We don't anything. have time for anything else. No. Like effort, maybe at the beginning, like it... They started about a year ago, and they I'm sure they were doing other things as well. But um, so I feel like since I've come on to the team, like, there's been no time. Like, things are happening, and they're happening quickly. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And we're just here for you. Right. So, yeah, it's been a, a, a intentional decision mm-hmm. to be all all right. in passport. All right. So right. there's no project but this. Right. Yeah. The universe reacts right. to your dedication. Yeah. Yeah. So, I believe the, that. so the more, you know, the reason there's nothing else that we're focusing mm-hmm. on is because this is our only focus and because of our discipline, consistent, giving it all our effort focus, the universe is like matching that with this hyper speed mm-hmm. for us to keep going. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, even if we wanted to take a break, it's like, nope, so-and-so was sent us an email. We have to have this for that presentation. We're blah, blah, blah. Like, it's like so many things are happening. So it's like, which is a dream come right. true and it's so much fun is, it's so much fun like this is what we wanted and it's just happening so quickly yeah. that it's like there's you know it's clear the path yeah. is completely clear this is where our focus is this is this is the only thing that matters right now and They're then so i'm sure exciting. that through that the next idea will be will come to life and you know we'll have more projects that will be like, like okay right exactly it'll it'll naturally come to be but yeah, I know you wanted to diverge from American Passport. But we- <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure if there yeah, was anything no. you wanted to talk about, yeah, yeah. the space 
price for it. But I, I am right there with you. Um, American passport should be the focus because mm-hmm. it's such a big, big thing. You know, it's so so exciting. Um, I wanted to ask you for because I know I'm obviously I'm a parent, and I know most of our listeners are parents. Any advice you ladies have for uh, parents that want to start exposing their kids to art? Um, mm. Like, what's the best way? Yeah, support them. I will tell you how I first got introduced to art, and I think the easiest way is through music, the power of music. Um, my uncle was really into, like, classic rock music, and my mom was really into, like, American soft rock, like, ballads, and, of course, like, the Hispanic culture. We have, like, dance, and I feel like through that, I opened my eyes to so many different genres at a young age, and it helped me, like, I don't know, get more in touch with that, like, artsy world, you know? And through music comes, like, visuals and, you know inspiration for new art and right. ways to I love that and I feel like everybody listens to music so that's easy yeah <laughs> right. you're right yeah. yeah for me I would say um expose them expose them um you know like I said art creates curiosity art uh helps your mind be creative you know your mind wondering so expose them to that you know uh American Passport is coming very soon as well um there's other art exhibitions um expose them to art uh yeah traveling yeah. traveling traveling is pow- it's a powerful tool as well um but expose them push them up right to see that i think too like if for example if you have a child who is curious about art mm-hmm. who has a natural talent for art who you find drawing or painting or, mm. you know, tapping on the table, you know, or likes to write or whatever, like encourage that so much because I think there was this illusion that art wasn't a real job, mm. that yes. you couldn't actually be an artist. And if there's anything I've learned in the development of my own personal career is that not only does it exist, it can be very prosperous. There's huge opportunities. It's a for real career. There's so people genuinely don't realize how much art exists in your world. Like if mm. you even look at advertising, it's yes. in everything, That's you amazing. know, like it's literally in everything. So support your child who's creative the same way you would support your child who's building blocks with Legos and you want to encourage him to be an engineer or an architect, like encourage that the same way because mm the more encouragement you have, the more confidence you'll instill and the better off that artist will be. But if you just knock them down or try to get them to focus on something else, you're, you're, you're hindering them and you're stopping them from being who they truly are because you can't help being an artist. Like if you are an artist, you are. And anything that's not, that feels internally wrong. And I can tell you, and I'm sure Camila can tell you as an artist as well, is like, there's nothing in this world that would make me as happy as what I do for a living. I love it. I, t- I live, I breathe, I die for it. And as an artist, I'm sure Gami can understand, like, if you took that away from me, I would be a very sad, sad person. Um, but because it's at the pillar of my life, it's in the center. I'm a very happy person and I'm very grateful. And it's, man, I just you feel fulfilled. That. Yeah, I'm so fulfilled. So yeah. please, like, encourage your children. Please, like, 
speak good things on them and, and, and find avenues for them to express themselves. You're going to be way better off for it. And you're really going to set them up for a life of, of peace and joy and, and true fulfillment. Right. Beautiful. I feel like there's always like a career path for an artist. Like there's always something. Mm-hmm. If you are into music, you can be a session drummer. You can be an engineer. You can do jingles for commercials. You can do yeah. so many things. Yeah. And like, if you're a painter, you can, there's so many avenues, you know, I remember when my mom, when I, I've always wanted to be a photographer, like a still photographer, still photography really was the thing for me ever when, ever since I was little, I used to even shoot and film. Cause I was like set and done, like, no, like, Aww. you know what I mean? Like right. no, no editing, no nothing. Like this is what came from it. And my mom kind of pushed me to do, um, filmmaking. Like we, I went to film school because she thought that I'd have more opportunities, you know what I mean? And she wasn't wrong, like, maybe, and it wasn't, like, my entryway into, like, this career, but in the end, I ended up doing still photography with this crew anyway, so, like, <laughs> like, and, and I found out that, like, filmmaking didn't really, or, like, filmmaking for big companies maybe didn't fulfill me the way, like, my original passion passion which was still photography and this is like a very like specific example because i feel like film isn't so far away from photography but i still came back to photography so i feel like it's you were clear in yeah, your like, passion i was clear from the beginning yeah and even though like it took me a while to get back here like we know what we want right. like and it's other people that like make us doubt ourselves. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? They think they're helping. Yes. Right. But that's not they necessarily think they're helping, true. But it's not always necessarily true. And I think it's yeah. like important for parents to like let your child like be. Especially yeah. as a child, like the things they say today are not what yeah, like let them do things. Let them figure it out. And in know? this day and age, literally people can be anything. Anything. Yeah, there's opportunities everywhere. So anything. Just, yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing to encourage. For sure. That was perfectly said. Thank, thank you. you for sharing that. Great question. Yeah. yeah. Great question. Um, thank you. So one more question before I let you go. Um, what has been your mo- your most favorite or your most uh, transformative experience through this journey with American Passport so far? Mm-hmm. I know it's not completed, but so far. I know mine. Go. <laughs> you go first. Well, I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's like the the community that we've created, even just us, you know what I mean? Like the family that I've like found here, you know, the people that I get to speak to because of this project, you know, I think it's important. Um, I used to think I was going to be a psychologist if I had to pick something serious because I'm interested. If I had to pick something serious, it would be psychology because I felt like it, it's interesting how other people like think and like go through life and I feel like so connected to people and this project has really brought me closer to like more connection and more like energy and all this spiritual stuff. <laughs> <laughs> young kids are like yeah <laughs> for me has been um the power of true alignment I would say um for so long I've, I've since college, I was, you know, I worked for corporate America, Oof. you know, <laughs> soul crushing yeah. corporate America. And it was always I'm like, glad you know, you're still here. I appreciate it very much. But I moved up very, very quickly, very, very young because I always had this fire and I've always known that I was meant for more. I've always recognized my potential, um, but That's I was important. always definitely mm-hmm. I've always had that. 
We um, waste so much time doubting ourselves. That's so true. Yeah, but not me. I've always oh known. Good. I've always known. And um, but there was always something that was always still missing. You know, I've always knew that there was something bigger mm -hmm. out there, something that was more meaningful um, than just a day to day of climbing up the ladder. Right. Um, and the money and all that. Like there was there was something missing. Um, American passport completed that for me. Um, that's beautiful. You know, that's why for me, it's like there's no doubt in my mind, in my spirit that I belong. This is where we belong. Right. So, and that's why we're not stopping, you know. Um, but the power of, of true alignment, I would say. Um, yeah, this is, this fulfills everything I've always wanted and I've always knew I could have. Yeah. Yeah. What's the question? That was so good. I was so. What has been your your most favorite or transformative experience so far through the project? Oh my god! That's a hard, difficult question. That's a great question. What's been the most? What's been the most difficult? Oh my god, Denny, you got me. many things you know I told Chrissy too like this this project has pushed me in ways not only professionally mm -hmm. creatively artistically but personally Amen. like oh <sighs> my god like you don't thank god we don't know what's coming in the beginning because I think if we knew what was coming we'd be overwhelmed and we probably would never take the first step um I'm so grateful that it's come piece by piece and every single time another stepping stone has arrived i've accomplished the last thing i've needed to accomplish in order to step up into what was calling me um but i think the most transformative thing and personally for me was mm. how much faith do you have in the unseen like you you claim your faith mm. you claim this is a calling you claim this is what you're meant to do are you going to do that every day are yeah. you going to be consistent and show up and dedicate to this mission and trust the vision i've instilled even though you can't see it even Whoa. though there's not a physical manifestation yet even though you don't have what you need quite yet right. are you going to stay dedicated to it and see this all the way through and trust in this faith of yours like I made a painting right before it was like the time to mm -hmm. really, you know, okay, I'm not painting. I've built up my career. I've, I've, I'm transitioning. I'm doing it. It's called perfect faith because that's what I felt I needed to see this all the way through. I had to have unwavering belief in this. And I, I believe that because I've been able to practice what I say, it's gotten us here. And I've made promises to everybody that I intend on fulfilling all the way through that I wanted everybody's life to change with this project, who's working on it. And what has been incredible is watching these miracles happen. And I don't, and I'm not gonna say them out loud or publicly because that's for our team to know. Mm -hmm. And they know that's why they're smiling because they know the conversations we're having privately mm -hmm. behind closed doors with the people that we're having them with. And so watching these confirmations happen from the most high and just seeing it like and i hear the whisper of like i give you the vision for a reason 
thank you for trusting. Like, like here's another gift. Here's another sign. Like, keep yeah. going. You're, yep, it's happening. It's happening. I told you it was real. Like, like I feel it. I, I can, I can taste it. You know, it's in my spirit every day. And so, the thing that's been the most transformative is truly practicing um, complete, unwavering faith in myself, in my purpose, and in my team. Thank you for that. That's, that's powerful. And I think that's something that we all need to take on. Definitely. Because there's so much that we want to do and our faith gets just a little tested and we let go. But right. yeah, you're an example. Thank you. Yeah. We all are. You all are. I we was about are. to say that. You all are. We all are. Because you've been able to keep that vision going and, and make it a reality. Right. That's why it's multiplying. You know, it's yeah. like, it's easy to have faith when the waters are still, mm-hmm. you know, but what happens when the wave comes? What happens when you're caught in a storm? Like, do you still believe and trust then? Right. You know, and so, yeah, like we've you had, to. yeah, we've had to deal with personal things, you mm-hmm. know, that's helped us grow in this project. And it's like, we come back to the center yeah. of it and it's like, no, whatever, whatever keeps the train moving and, right. and, and in the way it's supposed to go, because at the end of the day, we're here to serve our people. Mm-hmm. And so whatever we have to do personally in order to be able to do that with the highest quality and the purest love, we have to, we're going to do that. Right. And I don't know if this has been your experience, but it's definitely been for me. Um, I feel like whenever you're going to make a shift in your life, the universe, God, whatever, uh, you know, believing system you have, whatever faith has a way of like testing you, right? Like, do you really want this? Are you ready to go there? And then you have to push through that and say, yeah, I'm, I'm going there. Right. You have to make the decisions and take the action. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And this train's not stopping. Right. We have that. No. Right. Definitely not. Well, I, I am. No, sorry. Ahead, sorry. Yeah. I think it's also important that like your the team that you have around you, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, it's not always easy every day. And like us being here for each other is important too. You know? Right. Like. We believe that we're gonna stick it out together, and we do. You know, mm-hmm. no matter what personal or business thing we have, like we do it right. together. Like it's right. cool, and I think that's gonna contribute to the success of the project. Mm-hmm. The fact that you've laid such a strong foundation with each yeah. other. Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. It's so throughout. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It just becomes part of that quilt. Mm-hmm. You know. A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> this emoji (laughs) I wanted to thank you so much for being here and sharing with us and I look forward to seeing this project come to fruition and I know I know in my bones as you do that it's going to be a success and it's going to bring so much to the community our community and outwards it's going to have a ripple effect and I hope to see many of these all over the world you, you know. will oh definitely you just want to say we're starting in miami florida right. this is home but we obviously are, are touring right yeah but we're starting yeah. here we're gonna knock it in out this of the community. park here and yeah. then we're gonna take it everywhere yeah perfect yeah. i see it yeah yeah I that's see good it. girl oh, <laughs> thank, thank you so, so much for having us. Us. this is an honor thank you so much oh thank beautiful you conversation. the honor was all mine it's a pleasure to have you here and you're welcome to come back, obviously. This is your home. So yes. whenever you... We should come back to... right before it's time to launch. Yep. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I look forward to that. I'm, and hearing all the new stories that are going to come oh, up, yeah. all the new experiences that... Right. Uh, I 
it's a privilege to get this behind the scenes look mm -hmm. into. Yeah, because people always see the finished products and they always see the glamour and how amazing it is, but they forget the blood, sweat, and tears that went into oh, yeah. making mm. that happen. Yeah, yeah right there, Christy. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah, I, 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 I know. It's so. But it's worth it. It's, oh my God. it's a beautiful yeah. Definitely. I can't, I can't imagine doing anything else. No. Yeah. I know. It's, it's exciting. It's fun. It's, it's, it's an honor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm so happy that you're here sharing it with us. And Thank we'll you. have all the information, like we mentioned before, links down below so Perfect. people can reach you. And I'm I want to say, obviously, thank you to everybody that's either watching or listening for being with us. And we hope to see you next time. Thank, thank, you. thank you. Thank you, girls.